Welcome to the Success by Design podcast, where we teach professional women to achieve success on their own terms. In a world that often tells us we're not enough and that success requires sacrificing our well-being, we're here to challenge that narrative. Our podcast teaches you how to close your confidence gap, avoid burnout and overwhelm, and navigate demanding careers without sacrificing your personal life. We provide actionable strategies and insights to help you boost your peace, your potential, and your paycheck. Subscribe and review our podcast today, and let's start designing the life you deserve. Welcome. I am Grigishka Felix. I'm the culture optimization and growth expert and emotional intelligent mentor for leaders. Recently recognized as a top 100 leadership impact global, and most importantly, a chief inspiring officer to my incredible children. And I'll be in here with my co-host, Haley. I'm so happy to be here with you. And I'm so excited to kick off this podcast, Grigishka. I'm Haley Dennis, and I'm the corporate confidence whisperer and emotional intelligence intelligence consultant for leaders. I've worked in the corporate world for years, and it's time to empower and enlighten leaders to lead authentically and boldly. Haley, why don't you share what we're talking about today? How to be visible at work. Think about when you've been at work. Do you feel at times like you're invisible or do you feel you produce or not? Not feel, you know you produce stellar work only to be overlooked or promotions or have your work not recognized or even worse, have someone else take credit for your work. Do you speak up in meetings and feel like crickets once you finish speaking? Reguska and I have talked about this many times. Today, Reguska Felix and I are going to unpack it all. We're going to be sharing some of our stories, some of the lessons that we've learned. And of course, we won't forget about you. At the end, we'll always leave you with three valuable takeaways and tips for you all to use. You know, it's quite incredible because Haley and I have done this and spoke about this so long. We've done this on a late night conversation in our coffee breaks. We've talked about it even in Clubhouse with people from the community and we've created some touch points. And when we feel invisible in the context of workplace, I have struggled with this, especially in the beginning of my career. And there's different elements that has happened through my career from the positive aspect of me being very much hyper visible and oftentimes the only black woman or even person of underrepresented women in the corporate or the settings that I'm at. And so feeling that hyper visibility and plus I've worked in the leadership development. So I would be facilitating coaching. I was a manager. I was a leader. And so many times I was the only one when I shifted in leadership, me who used to be very vocal, very much in position of creating that connection based on different events that happened in my life, I started diminishing my light over and over again. And first I had imposter syndrome. And then I started feeling that my voice was not important. I was feeling very much like unseen, unheard. I was not a fit. I didn't look the part. I didn't sense the part. Also, I looked very young for my age. So I was not really like part of the clique of leaders. And so that external aspect actually had an impact in my internal aspect. I started my work in my journey in corporate as customer service. So I started at the bottom. And then as I moved forward in my career, I entered the world of HR. And in the HR world, I became a facilitator. I started coaching, mentoring, and then I started moving 
moving forward from different companies that I've worked in. And I became very much visible and I became a leader. So I had team. I had team in the East End of Canada. I had team in the Philippines. I had teams in Ontario. People knew who I was. And I had taken this hyper visibility aspect as a Black woman who's French and can speak English in the container I was in. The issue that happened is that at some point, as I was moving forward within my career, I was made aware of my color. I was made aware of my gender. I was made aware that I was not a fit. My hair was too natural. My hair was not slick enough. So I started putting bundles. So I would never put my hair loose anymore. It would be straight all the time and very much like in a bundle in the back. I was made aware that I look a certain age. I look younger. And even though I was older and very mature, so I also developed my voice, who was now more strict because I was readapting myself to the context that I was in. And instead of feeling that I mattered and that I belong, I started feeling the opposite. And I started feeling that even though I'm very visible and I'm putting myself into those contexts, that I was not a fit. I was not a fit for the clique of female leaders. I actually was much of a fit in the male's leader than of the woman leaders. I was the only one, only one Black woman, only Francophone, only bilingual. What about you, Haley? I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. And it really resonated with me because I thought so much about what you were talking about. And we all have case studies. You know, there are so many case studies that we can go out there and read. But by having our own stories, the things that we truly experience, it really makes it real. And as you were speaking, it made me think about when I first started in corporate, I was 16. I had an internship or not intern. I was an apprentice. So when you're in high school, it's an apprentice. So I apprenticed for my junior year and my senior year. And then when I went to college, I was able to keep on interning. Imagine a 16 year old being in corporate. I had I was scared. You know, it's like I'm going and working with all these adults and I was quiet. That's why I love today that the world is so great that we have mentors and we have people that can help us. I wish we had all the things that are available now, coaches, all these wonderful resources to help young people as they start their corporate journey and go from, you know, starting at the bottom to advancing to leadership roles. I mean, it's so amazing that we have these resources. Throughout my career, again, same as you, I've worked in the finance industry and then I recently was in the tech industry. And of course, being in tech is definitely a male-dominated industry and you don't have a lot of women and especially women of color in that area. And so I found myself a lot of times when I was on teams, I'm the only only woman. And then I'm the only black woman there. And it really taught me, I learned so much from my experiences. And I had some really great mentors that helped me along the way. And I'm so grateful for them. One thing that I experienced in the tech world is, you know, when you're in meetings and you're speaking and it's basically male dominated. And I was fearful of speaking up because I felt like, first of all, I'm young. Again, as you said, being the young person, I was a younger person. I felt all these people have so much more experience than me. Why would they listen to me? What am I going to say that they're going to listen to? They know more than me. But I never forget one day I had asked someone a question and I saw them get on their computer and go on Google to find the answer. And that was like mind blowing for me because I'm like, they can Google, I can Google, right? So I can find the answer too. And so that helped me to, you know, just that one little instance of seeing that was like, it opened up the world for me because now I can go on Google and I can research and I can find answers and I can speak up and I can share thoughts of what I found. But then 
I did that. And then I would find myself knowing the answer. But guess what? I would sit there and still be quiet. I wouldn't say anything because I let fear and confidence get me to say, I'm not going to speak up. They're not going to listen to me. So one particular meeting we were in with a vendor one day and they were trying to get something to work and they were trying to brainstorm. And we were thinking they were throwing out ideas. I said a little prayer in my head and I said, I'm going to speak up today. I'm going to say something. And I did. I joined the conversation and I gave a suggestion. And guess what? One of my teammates said, Haley doesn't know what she's talking about. But can you imagine how that made me feel? It's like I mustered up all my courage to sit there and say something and contribute to the conversation. And then I get a, she doesn't know what she's talking about. So I had all these thoughts in my head of what I should say, what I could say, what do I want to say? But I didn't say anything. I was quiet. And as the discussion went on and they did some more brainstorming, guess what the outcome was? They chose my idea. And somebody else said, I guess Haley does know what she's talking about. And then I did say, yeah, I sure do. (laughs) And so that made me feel so good. Right. And I felt like I probably could have said something else in the meantime, or just let my work speak for itself, which I had been doing for so many years, letting my work speak for myself. But that taught me from that instance on that no matter if somebody listens to me or not, or whether they take what I've said, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say it. And that's what really helps us build confidence. The more you do something, the more natural it becomes. One of my favorite sayings is get comfortable being uncomfortable. So speaking up is not going to be comfortable at first, especially if you're, you know, maybe the only person in the room that's, you know, in your gender or in your nationality or ethnicity, and it may not be natural for you to speak up, or you may be a quiet, shy person, but maybe you have a goal of wanting to grow your career. But as we'll talk about further as we get into our podcast and our episodes of how to be seen how to be heard, how to climb that ladder, how to grow your career. You can't be silent. You have to speak up. Your work is great, but you also have to be known. And that's one of the things you said in your story that I appreciate. You were known, high visibility. And that's really important so that when people are discussing ideas, discussing things, you are top of mind. Oh, let me call Greg Guska. Oh, let me call Haley. Let me see what their thoughts are because I know they have good thoughts. But if you never say anything, no one's ever going to know that. They're just going to see that finished product that comes out. So that's one of the things that speaking up has helped me to appreciate that when we do it, it becomes more natural and we do it more and we become seen. I love that. I love that. Let's look at it from a different angle, right? So we shared this, our stories. And honestly, we have so many stories to to keep you guys for a lifetime. But the truth is, we're looking at it from our perspective. Obviously, we're kind of biased, right? Within our stories. But when we look at it from the other perspective, so the person that is looking at you, in my story, I was mentioning about not fitting in, right? Or feeling that I didn't fit in. So again, it's my feeling and that's how I perceived it. But someone else, else who is from those click or is like the person who said, well, you don't know what you're talking about. These person might say, well, you know, from their perspective, they don't think that you're fitting and that your communication didn't land. So what would you say from that angle then? That's a really good thought. And it is true because many times when we think about that, you know, that person, how can they be an ally? How can they change? What can they do? And it comes down to, we think about visibility. We think about some of the things we talked about that come up in my mind were we talked about cultural awareness versus corporate culture. And we think about the things that we were told growing up about not questioning authority. Children have to be seen and not heard. I hear so many people say that that sticks with them as they grow up. They had that same mindset. Everyone is an auntie and an uncle. You know, like you said, we don't call anybody by their name. I love when we talked about that last week. That was good because everyone just becomes that. Keep your head down, work hard, don't get in trouble. Oh my goodness, if, I could, if we could talk about that, that's a whole nother episode. But yes, just, you know, go in, do your job. Don't make any waves, just do that. 
or work in the background, do it, get it done, just carry the load, just do all that. And then we think about, but then on the flip side, you think about the corporate culture side where you go in there and you're supposed to unlearn all that stuff you learned as a child and been raised as. And now you're supposed to show up. And I know this is one of the things from your story. You showed up, but you were invisible and because of how you were raised and what you thought about. So now you have that flip side of being too visible. So now I'm too loud. I'm too much. I'm the angry black woman. I'm the woman with the attitude. All that comes up for us. And so when we think about how we've been conditioned, but think about how the others, as you were saying, in the room have been conditioned. They've been conditioned to see women or see persons of color in that light. And so it's a mindset shift for both sides. I love this because that brings us to the tips. When I talk about visibility, I have a three-part or three-pillars framework. And one of the framework that I really love is about visibility to self. It really starts from the internal. I don't look at visibility and that's how I got out of this invisible mindset because I used to be hyper-visible. I love to communicate. I love to connect, right? And I love to collaborate and empower others to elevate others. But when I went into this ditch of this feeling and this mindset and those stories that I started plugging myself into, I realized that I needed to shift. And so to help those that are feeling invisible and doesn't know how to find their voice, it doesn't start with just the things that, oh, I need to know how to communicate. I need to, yes, those are great, but you actually have to start with yourself. You have to look into your visibility from a purpose perspective. You have to look at your values. You have to look at your leadership vision. And once you actually know and shift that mindset and you become visible to yourself first, then you can start looking into, okay, now that I've aligned this, how can I be visible to others? So it starts from the internal and then from your being to your doing. Is there anything you want to add or what's another tip that you can offer? One tip that really stood out to me is being confident. And that to me, it will take you so far because when we lack confidence, we kind of clam up. I think about a turtle going back into his shell when they get afraid or, you know, one of the things that they do or fear, they go back into their shell. And that's what we do as humans. When we are fearful or we're scared to try something new, or we feel it may be a challenge or we may not be received well, we go back into our shell. But when we build our confidence, it's amazing what can happen when we're confident. And this sounds funny, but we can take on the world because we feel those big Barriers are all gone and we step into confidence. We feel different. We think different. We speak different. All that comes about from confidence as we go. In, I think we'll probably have an episode about building confidence because that's so important today for no matter who you are, having that confidence is so important. So I would say be confident is one of the tips. For the last tip, so the third tip, we have plenty, but we're going to keep it short. So the last tip, oftentimes I hear people say, well, speak up, right? It's easy to say speak up. It's not as easy to do. Haley mentioned confidence. I talked to you about visibility to self. The idea is to analyze where your ego comes in. What's the fear that you're facing? What's the story that is playing into your mind, that inner critics, that inner talk? For women in general, don't wear the shoes if it doesn't fit. But for many women, inner critics actually stops them from being visible. And then, you know, it kicks in with imposter syndrome and so on and so forth. So facing your fear and figuring out which 
which fear is stopping you? Is it fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the inner stories of your past experience? Is it the conditioning of the society that you've grown up with? I'm from Canada, so we have our own history, our own social culture and conditioning. Ailey is from the United States. So again, own patriarchal mindset. Is that preventing you from moving forward? And is those stories impacting you from taking the next step of what does it mean to be an influential person? What does it mean to create impact around, even if that's what you want, but is that stopping you from moving forward because you actually think that you're not a leader? You might be in a role of a leader, but you don't have the mindset of a leader. So it's really looking into your stories and how you've been conditioned to accept them and move towards them instead of letting go of the ego and shifting that mindset so that you can embody the leader that you are. I couldn't agree more. I love that. I hope you all enjoyed listening to it. I hope you take these tips forward and implement them into your life to help you become more visible at work. So this was so much fun. If you love the show and learn a new tip, pay it forward, share it with someone, subscribe and leave a review. And we'll see you next time. That's it for this episode. And as always, you have the power to create the life you want. So go out there and intentionally design your success today. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope you'll join us again next time on the Success by Design podcast.